pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So, uh, so uh, welcome to the interview. This is just almost just a formality. Almost. I say almost because we have failed people before. It's just something we have to do for legal reasons. So, um, you know, it's, it's, just a, it's just a tick box, essentially. So we're going to ask three questions in increasing difficulty. Um, first question. Who wrote Game On, colon, From Pong to Oblivion, the 50 greatest video games of all time, available from headline, uh, hot headline, uh, I think it's 89p on Amazon currently. Uh, that was, I believe, the legendary internet phenomenon known as the Triforce. We're going to need their individual names, I'm afraid. Steve Curry. <laughs> David McCarthy and Simon Byron. Correct. Well, I wouldn't say correct. You are, Is that you are, close enough? You are close enough. Steve. Close enough. Uh, okay. Okay, question number two. Um, similar, similar in theme. Slightly trickier, though. Slightly trickier. <laughs> Who wrote um, The Complete Guide to Games Development, Production, Art and Design? Or something. Something broad. similar. <laughs> Basically that. Who wrote it? Was that also... The legendary internet phenomenon known as the Triforce. We're going to need full names. Whose names I previously given. Simon Byron, David McCarthy, and Steve Curran. That's correct. correct. That's spot on. Two out of two. Uh, and finally, the last one, the uh, Scantlebury Slammer. <laughs> um, who wrote Trigger Happy? Trigger Happy. Oh, that was me. <laughs> to the very, very final episode of One Life Left. <laughs> For this season. For this season. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Um, guys? Me and Anne? Yep. Guys? Hey, guys. Yeah, um, I'm, doing, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Guy? Yeah, good. It's good I've, to have you back. Thank you. I've flown in from America. How was America? Yeah, it was good. Still there? Still there, yep. Uh, it, was, it was reasonably warm. Uh, it's, um, bust, as far as I can make out, but, uh... Did you break it? Yeah, I think that was my parents, actually. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, but I have to confess, I'm not 
so excited about having you back just because we've got someone more exciting than you in the studio. I can see that. I've, I've only come in to see him. And who is it? It's Stephen Paul! <gasps> Hello. Hello, Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege to be here. Have you had a nice week? I have had quite a nice week, thank you, yes. Why has it been nice? Well, I did some work and I did some play, and the play was very good. I went out for a big curry and a, an enormously decadent karaoke session on Saturday night. La di da! What are your what are your uh, what what are the pooly uh, favourites for karaoke? Well, I'm quite versatile. I sing a mean uh, power of love, the Jennifer Rush version. Okay. Wow. I am your lady, right. and you are my man. I like a bit of gender-bending in my career. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Well, we'll be looking forward to that uh, to close the show. You okay. know, uh, best friend of the show, Raina Lee, wrote a book about karaoke. Yeah, it's, karaoke all, it's all uh, tied together. You see, we're, we're, we're wrapping up loose ends. <laughs> uh, Stephen Paul, to explain to those who don't know him... <sighs> there must be a few. Uh, he's, uh, the, he's a book reviewer for The Guardian, um, and you wrote... A book on video games? I would say the book on video games, but we've written two of those. <laughs> <laughs> You've written twice as many as I have. I wrote a book on video games a very long time uh, ago. Trigger Happy, um, which is uh, certainly the best, uh, or one of the best books on video games, um, which is a category our books don't fall into. And current edge columnist, of course. Current edge columnist. Current, yeah, former and current edge columnist. I started Excellent. writing an edge column, yeah. Oh, I-, I wrote for Edge once. Me too. I, I, yeah, you did. I wrote six pages uh, on the develop conference once, and uh, it was good because I was able to go, Edge thinks this. And it, Edge thought what I was thinking <laughs> at the time. That <laughs> uh, was good. Anne, have you had a good week? Yeah, I've never written for Edge, though. Really? Do you yeah. want it? Maybe we can make that happen by the end of the show. A columnist for Edge. It's a challenge. Challenge Anne. Challenge Anne. It's 7.06 on Monday the 9th of March. I'm Anne Scanthory and this is the news. The government is trying to blame games for killing kids. This time it's as part of the Change for Life campaign. A poster for the campaign sees a young boy holding a PlayStation remote below the words, Risk an early death, just do nothing. The advert, backed by Cancer Research, the British Heart Foundation and Diabetes UK, has rolled just about everyone in games, with Elspeth demanding a meeting with the Department of Health. One Life Left wouldn't mind, but the child in the picture doesn't even look as though he's enjoying the game. He does look glum, doesn't he? I don't know. I've been, out, I've been out of the loop. Is this this is actual news? No, this, this is, is this is you this said, is a big deal. I mean, Anne said she had no news. She was panicking. Right. I said there's one story. That was it. Oh, okay. uh, the rest is just filler. So from here on in. Wow. So they've been elsewhere have demanded a meeting. That's a bit like your headmaster's yeah. saying you should wait outside, isn't it? With the Department of Health. Because you've been smoking. Mm. Yeah. On the other hand, you do say it's 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 your one story. It is a story that happens time and time and time again. We're always yeah. upset that someone's slagging off. Every video time games. it comes back, the story seems to get. St- Stupider, doesn't it? That's the problem. <laughs> well, exactly. it was, video games are going to kill you now. It, was, said that before. it was just uh, sores on, on your palms a couple of weeks ago. I go away, and this and this is what happens. Mm. What's what's prompted this? How are video games going to kill you then? Well, you know that uh, the change for life thing the government are uh, running, uh, where they're basically saying, yeah, get fit, do more things, don't sit around, don't eat rubbish. Don't go around. Yeah, don't go, don't go around <laughs> with your little fingers. Um, yeah, so they're basically uh, saying... Don't sit around on your bum and play video games. And is all there day. any any indication any indication as to what game he's playing? 
Well, it's a PlayStation. He looks really unhappy, no, does he? It's probably flour. <laughs> <laughs> but if well, you just sat around on our sofa all day eating crisps and reading Shakespeare, you'd still die of a heart attack when you were 20 as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, so it's not really video games. Though, exactly. Yeah. You'd be educated and dead. <laughs> Do you Is think- that any better? <laughs> no. Do you think Shakespeare had this problem? Almost certainly. Mm. New Zealand's government is getting serious with parents who let kids play games that are too old for them. Bill Hastings, the government censor, said it would send out a pretty strong message if they enforced the law and jailed wayward mums or dads. By their own admission, they're unsure how they would police this. Perhaps sheep with night vision cameras would be a good place to start. Racism. Hello. (laughs) What was that, a French accent? No, that was hello racism. (laughs) All right. Uh, it's It's present on the show. Okay, right, good. So, um, do you believe this is enforceable? Um, no, I honestly, how are you ever gonna? How are you ever going to know? Don't don't give me questions. Give me some solutions. I guess maybe um, you have to get teachers on the case. What were you doing last night? I was, just did a bit of my homework. Played played a bit of video games. What video games? I don't I don't know. And how how old were they rated for? Fifteen. You're twelve. Stand outside. <laughs> You've got it. What, so, and what's prompted them to do this? Uh, they just figure that it's probably a good thing to do. You see, here in, here in uh, Britain, we're going, games will make you so fat if you play them and you'll die. Right. Whereas in New Zealand, they're like... Doesn't they? matter if you're fat, just as long as you're old enough to be fat. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh. Um, but no, but has, has anything in, in particular happened in New Zealand? Uh, no. no. Nothing's no, brought up. I think this think man was clear? just a bit like, we should probably include games in this. They're, they're pretty big business. So uh, what we can predict, though, is that it's just... Because uh, what happens over here when somebody uh, bangs their parliamentary fist against the table is yeah. that they're just somebody trying to get on TV like Keith Vaz. And, and all he is is the government censor. Right. What else does he do? Let's censor the censors. You could write to him and ask. Okay. Challenge Am. M- mid-season. Challenge Am. Mm. Stephen, do you have anything to say about that? I think the only way to address this problem is if adult-themed video games were not available to buy at all in shops. <laughs> and in order to play one, you had to go to a special adult-themed <laughs> video game centre. It would be a bit like a brothel <laughs> with CD awesome. lighting, and you'd have to show ID at the door to get your fix of but GTA then, but, 4 or whatever it But is. then what would the government centre have to do all day if you had nothing to censor? Oh, you could censor blogs. Get ready to feel the weight of extra coins in your pocket if you're about to buy or renew your Xbox Live Gold subscription. As a late Christmas present, Microsoft will cut 12-month subscription fees by five whole pounds for a limited time. Remember, Mother's Day is just around the corner and nothing says thanks for spawning me like an Xbox Live Gold subscription. I was going to cancel mine this week. Really? Can you, can you, actually, can you actively cancel it? Well, I was going to not... Re- they've, they've written to me saying, Oi. we're going to bill hey. you shortly. Right. Uh, and I thought, probably don't want you to do that because my Xbox isn't plugged in at the moment because all I do is play Flower, as you well know. Yeah. I don't. I play Luminous. Right, okay. Mm. Uh, so, but from the sounds of it, you're, this is part well, of you're, you're having a rethink. Assuming Anne's news is true. It is. Five pounds would make all the difference to you, would it? <laughs> in these times, Simon. Would it? Interesting. Five pounds instead of. N- five pounds saved instead of no pounds spent. How much does an Xbox Live annual subscription cost? Uh, Anne? It was thirty nine ninety nine. Now thirty. Now thirty four ninety nine. Uh, I believe. Uh, and how long is the limited time for? Uh, they haven't said. Right. Just limited. Mm. You on Xbox Live, Stephen? No, I don't have an Xbox. Mm. Mm. So, but would this five pounds off tempt you to go out and buy a hundred and ninety nine pound console? Several hundred pounds on <laughs> Xbox. If I know I'm going to save five, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, I wouldn't bother if I were you. 
The iPhone has obviously forgotten its main purpose, letting people talk. It's been announced that the communication device now has over 6,000 games. Puzzle games are the most popular. The main puzzle being why people want to play rubbish games on their phone. Whatever next, listening to the radio through your TV... That will you never happen. You can do that. <laughs> do that. That was a joke. You can uh, do that. Have you got an iPhone, Anne? Uh, no. Uh, I don't. Do you, Steve? I do not. Steve know. Paul, I've been I've been resisting getting one, but my resistance will crumble once uh, Metal Gear Solid Touch comes uh, okay, out. Okay, so you were waiting for there to be six thousand games. <laughs> uh, six thousand one. I'm just okay. waiting for because I'm a Metal Gear Solid fanboy. So anything with Metal Me Gear too. Solid on it, but, I'm going to buy an iPhone. But have, for that. You, have you seen the the trailer for it? No. Okay, don't then, <laughs> because I think it would put you off. I, I'm a rubbish. I'm a huge Metal Gear uh, fanboy as well, and. Um, I think what we tend to forget with the iPhone is that it can seduce you with its visuals and all that sort of stuff, but you're pl- it's, a, it's not designed to play games. And this one... Is you have just, to smear your fingers all over the well, screen to play you have it. to... It's, it's, it's a shoot... It's, you just tap to shoot the enemies, it looks like. I haven't played it yet. This is just off, 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 off the trailer. What did you want to do? I wanted to go around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go around sneakily. Um, Anne, when, when they say games, how do they yeah, define games I on the iPhone? Games. That Does that include iFart? Yeah, or any of the other, I think there are 30 or so. I remember reading that on one day there had been 17 new fart applications <laughs> added to the... Oh, <laughs> oh, oh excellent stuff. Um, and ha- how many worms rip-offs were added? More, <laughs> I'd imagine. Exactly, so, I, I mean, saying 6,000 games, I wonder how many are functional, you know, what we would... They said like something well, like we, 1,000 the authors, <laughs> would consider <laughs> games. I don't consider any of them No. Games. Um, you know, I, I, even even stuff like uh, Super Monkey Ball, which was uh, much heralded uh, the launch of the Apple App Store. Um, 500,000, 600,000 copies, I think. Shifted. Yeah, and how many satisfied customers? <laughs> Don't know. How many? Anne? Four. And finally, video game magazine Edge has reached its 200th edition. To celebrate, the magazine will be issued with 200 different covers representing the diversity of video games. One Life Left only has 104 episodes to go till we hit our big 200 and anticipates issuing one show with a couple of opinions and no talk of the diversity of video games. Happy birthday. Should we do all of it? Sure, Happy, sure. Birthday, <laughs> Happy birthday, Edge. Happy yeah, birthday, Edge. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 200 you. issues. That's not bad, is it? Should we do all of this uh, in third person? Go on. <laughs> what is, yes, uh, uh, go, yes, go on. Uh, Steve thinks that's really good. Okay, uh, so does Simon. Uh, one Life Left. Ah, <laughs> there you go, corporate identity, well done, Anne. Is celebrating on behalf of all listeners. So 200 covers is a lot. That is a lot. Um, I've got... Uh, Ten, the ten covers that Edge did for the hundredth issue. I've still got they, a shrink wrap. That is not good maths. They did <laughs> ten for a hundred, two hundred for two hundred. Was yeah, that was for the hundredth issue? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the three hundredth issue. They can do three thousand. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Oh. You're uh, you're a columnist for Edge, Steve. You're. A I asked them if for the two hundredth issue I could write a column of just two hundred words instead of the normal eight hundred. But they, they didn't oh, that, that would have been good. Uh, how, how long have you been writing for Edge for? Well, I started writing for Edge back in, I think it was 2001, and then I stopped for a while because I wrote another book called right. Unspeak, which is available in all good bookshops. Which uh, I've heard very good things about. I've not read it myself. And then, uh, and then I will do. last summer, Edge asked me back, and I thought, uh, oh. well, I kind of want to buy a PS3 and Metal Gear Solid 4, and this is a really good <laughs> excuse if I'm writing for Edge again, so I said yes. Excellent. So, uh, and how, how long are you on Edge for? I was on from... Steve. Between 2000 and I think it's about 2004. And what do you, do you remember? What number issues they they covered? 
They, they started in issue 88, which I think it was the same one you started in. Coincidence? Yeah, think. Steve was pointing at Stephen then. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> point, so, pointing at Anne. <laughs> for those of you listening on the radio. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, finished in, I, th- I don't know, um, 140-ish or something, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe 160-something. Well, that's good. Well, um, yeah, well, congratulations. I well, think which I- issue did you write in? Oh, I can't remember. I was there for <laughs> six pages, like I said. Uh, I, I, I was interviewed for the 100th issue as well. Um, Why? Well, because I was in I was in magazines when Edge launched, uh, and mine, uh, which was called the One, um, was quite juvenile. And our publisher marched in and threw Edge threw issue one of Edge at us and went, <laughs> "Do something like this." <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, I have to say, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's. I think the magazine industry would be poorer without Edge in it. So here's to another two hundred more, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, congratulations, Edge. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry. to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM and you know this uh, you always say this to me oh you know this song like, I like this song it sounds like something I would know but I don't I don't know it's Katy Perry Hot and Cold oh it does not sound like that but do it you, is do you it's like a remix it? yeah it's, yeah it's not the best one but it's, it's alright it's a remix by Bit the Medusa Nice. Uh, somebody could do with sending this to the uh, US radio stations because I think they've only got the Katy Perry and Kelly Clarkson. Sounds awesome. Sounds awful. Sounds brilliant. And they've um, got Nickelback as well. Oh yeah, they've got oh, a new album so. out. Yeah, it's featuring ten new Nickelback classics. It brilliant. says. How can, you, how can you say that this is going to be a classic? You can't, especially if it's Nickelback. It'll never top how you remind me, will it, Anne? I don't think anything will <laughs> get close to that <laughs> ever. So, uh, yeah, we are a radio show about video games. Uh, you can find us on the internet at... www.onelifeleft.com uh, You can find us on iTunes. You at can iTunes. email us if you have anything to say by emailing... team at onelifeleft.com And you can find us on Twitter. 
Yes. Well I'm thankful. <laughs> We're just looking for something for you to add yeah. to that. We, we need to sort that out. Maybe in the close season, because this is our final episode of season four. But it's going to be a good one, because we are joined in the studio by Stephen Poole. And we're we already knew that. He's hello again. What's going on? No, maybe you want to tell us what he's going to be doing in this segment. Um, he's going to be chatting. <laughs> I'd like to know what am I going to be doing in this segment? <laughs> we're going to be chatting to you about bits and pieces and how how, on, it, how it feels. If, do you like games that are around? <laughs> nice. I look forward to this conversation. <laughs> right, go on, Anne. Kick um, it off. You've gone red. <laughs> so hi. What are hi. you doing currently in um, your job? Currently, my job, I'm reviewing lots of books for The Guardian. That's my day job, and I'm writing a column for Edge, and I'm trying to finish a top-secret book that I can't tell you about. Okay, what's that about? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't tell you about it. Right, give us clues. Uh, Fact or fiction? Uh, yes. Okay, interesting. What did we ask the guy from Denki when he couldn't tell us about the game? Oh, first, first letter? Oh, I can tell you the first letter of one of the words in it. Go on, then. It's K. Interesting. Right, fire up oh. Wikipedia. Uh. <laughs> Uh, and if it, uh, if it was a colour, what what would it be? If it was a, that's a very interesting question. It would be a sort of deep violet. Mm. Oh. When can we expect to see this? Possibly never. Right, well, well, possibly we look soon. To that. <laughs> so, Stephen, how do you write a book about video games? Because it's a bit late for us to be asking. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you tell me. You've done it. You've done it twice as often. But as we I don't have. seem to be getting any better at it. No. <laughs> Uh, how, how do you write a book about video? You just play some video games, Why? And, you, and you think, and you go, yeah, well, I think this, and you write it down. Why did you write a book about video games? Uh, that's a good question. Um, finally! I, yes! 24 episodes Come in, on. Oh, Finally, you've asked me a good Close question. show now. <laughs> I played a lot of video games when I was a kid, and then I didn't for ages, and then I, when I was a young theatre critic working for Guardian the Edinburgh Festival one year. A friend I was staying with had a PlayStation 1, as we now call them, with Wipeout on it, and, uh, and I thought, wow, this is amazing. I really hadn't noticed that video games had become like that. So I wrote an article for the Times Literary Supplement uh, on spec, because I was writing for them. I wrote, I wrote an article about video games, and they said, this is too pretentious. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> was that constructive? It was must have been pretty damn pretentious, yeah, as yeah. you can imagine. But even so, The Guardian, again, I then gave it to The Guardian, I said, the TLS has directed this is too pretentious, and The Guardian said, not, pretentious, not too pretentious for us. Obviously, well done. Because yeah. <laughs> we're when, you know, wearing our sandals and eating our muesli and reading Schopenhauer <laughs> in our lunch breaks. So they published it, and then a, a, a bloke from Fourth Estate publishers rang up having seen that article and said that's really interesting do you want to write a sort of fever pitch style memoir my life growing up with video games and I said no but I would want to write a book that was a bit more you know conceptual about video games and eventually I persuaded him so that's how it happened Excellent. And when, when, when was it released? In uh, the year 2000. It had a very millennial flavour. It's, it's quite a diffi- difficult subject to write about, because I think whatever you tend to say about video games, you've always got an opposing point of view. Particularly now, the internet can shout at you and email <laughs> you and stuff like that. What was, the, what was the reaction at the time? The reaction at the time, actually, the reaction from like mainstream media, it got, I was lucky enough to get quite a good bunch of reviews in newspapers by people who didn't read really being, being a book reviewer yourself by, yeah, <laughs> it's, interesting it's very corrupt in that way with the other lot? Yeah. did you give away demos it's <laughs> tremendously corrupt uh, but the, 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 the people who basically didn't know about video games were very interested in you know as they thought learning about video games, trusting everything I said. And the people who did know about video games, gamers, basically hated it. Right. Most of, I think it's fair to say most gamers hated it. It was probably the first 
mainstream book about video games, right? Because because previously they'd been into they'd been kind of looking in and very, very matter of fact. There was an American one called Joystick Nation, which was quite good by right. a woman called J.C. Hertz, and that that was more in the kind of memoir style. Right. But gamers back then were very different to gamers now. Were they? <laughs> Turning that into a question. I mean, do you think that were right... Were they? Do you think that now, if Trigger Happy was updated and re-released, um, that it would receive a different reception? It would get a different reception? It would achieve a different reception? Keep going until Stephen answers. <laughs> <laughs> it would I'm, be received? I'm just waiting for the right word. I think it would be, be received... I think there'd still be this kind of disjunction that some people think well it's pretentious video games are just supposed to be fun I don't want to think about them and other people thinking oh this is quite interesting it's quite interesting to look at video games in this way it, there's much more of a kind of theoretical game studies world now mm. where I suppose the book would find a place I mean it's it's on a lot of those reading lists at universities and so forth so I suppose there's more of a kind of chin stroking audience <laughs> for it than there was nine years ago so are you directly responsible for the question are games art not directly, but I, Indirectly. I, I, I do like it when David asks it. <laughs> <laughs> did it and uh, you, you, you compared it to uh, Fever Pitch. Did it come close to being made into a film? No, at all? Not at all. <laughs> close, who, who would have no. played you? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Excellent. And um, looking back at it, like, do you ever kind of leaf through it now or, or not? I mean, having I, I have done occasionally, actually. And in, from this kind of distance, from nine years, yeah, I just kind of I look at something and I'm like, oh, I completely forgot I'd written that. Right. That's quite good. Or, or that's embarrassingly bad. You know how and, it is. But, I mean, it's like something somebody else wrote. And, and so, yeah, and so, and so, so if, if you've got examples of those, are there any bits you're particularly proud of or any bits that you kind of wish you hadn't put in? Uh, I can't remember any bits I wish I hadn't put in. Um, bits I like. I, I like the thing about Pac-Man being a Marxist parable. That was one. A lot of people's favourite bits. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that bit, yeah. Good. So yeah. you've um, you've recently, was it recently you've uh, given it away for free? You can download it from www.stephenpool.net. What a remarkable... It's a free PDF. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Why did you decide to do that? Uh, because You've milked enough for well, it. <laughs> because it, I, I realised it was out of print in the UK, and it's, I think you can still get the American paperback, but I thought, well, you know, it's, it's time. And I'd been writing some stuff about copyright and models of how creative people are supposed to get paid in an internet age where the consumers expect things for free. So I thought, well, as an experiment, I'll just give this away and see if anyone's interested. And what's the reaction? And well, it got 35,000 downloads Excellent. in a couple of months. Oh, wow. So it was, it was surprisingly popular. People from Russia and South America were downloading Russia. it. You're like the Coldplay or the Radiohead of book authoring, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also put, I put a tip jar in there. Right. Unlike Radiohead, I earned <laughs> a total of about $17. Excellent stuff. I wonder if one of those people, one of those 35,000 was Keanu Reeves. Mm. Could, be, could be your gateway to Hollywood. Fingers crossed. Uh, we are going to have to have one of our feature now. We're going to have to. Because I don't want to put it now. We received three features this week which are, were good enough to close the show with. Ooh, this is three exciting. Three brilliant features, close the season with. But unfortunately, I, I worked out, the glory. I was doing the math on this. I had a, you know, I had a, you know, a pad. Right. I was scribbling this out. I was thinking, no, we only have one ending to the show. Play Can't you play them all? Let's, no, let's yeah, do a mashup. Let, let's do mash alternate up. endings yeah. for DVD. <laughs> We could do that. 200 maybe, alternative endings. Maybe yeah. that's what we're going to do for the next two weeks. Just put out the show yeah, again yeah, with yeah, a different, different thing. Excellent. But unfortunately, we can't uh, because we've talked about it now. Yeah, okay. So uh, what we're going to do is play them throughout the show as we normally would, just with the caveat that they're all absolutely brilliant. And first up, always first up, is Derek Williams. And this is called Paper Planes. Paper Planes. 
The papers I read are magazines I visit you gamer for my latest news feeds If I wanna trade it for maybe read MCVs Or maybe go to gamesindustry.biz The papers I read Oh, magazines, I visit you again for my latest news feeds If I wanna trade info, maybe read MCVs Or maybe go to gamesindustry.biz I'm always on DS when I travel on trains Giving those stumps and I'll clock another game And you know what happens ending every day Samurai, warrior, Derek and for me I'm always on DS when I travel on trains Giving those stumps and I'll clock another game I do know what happens learning every day Samurai, warrior, Derek, and for me All I wanna do is And All day, every day All I wanna do is And All day, every day All I wanna do is And All day, every day All I wanna do is All day, every day Pirate game downloads That tells you no Nintendo Caesar's horrible Lethal poison to the system Pirate game downloads That tells you no Nintendo Caesar's horrible Lethal poison to the system But we don't just watch games free like this It's probably for your buy that a demo might miss And now the DSi has got its region locks Punishing us gamers for a few more bucks But we don't just want a games free like this So try before you buy that a demo might miss Now the DSi has got its region locks Punishing us gamers for a few more bucks But all we wanna do is And All day, every day All we wanna do is And All day, every day All we wanna do is All day, every day, all we wanna do is And All day, every day, Derek Williams, FME, and the OLL broadcast me I'm Games for Life, not like HMV Yeah, I know my business You ready or? Spring, summer, autumn, winter It's always FME Spring, summer, autumn, winter It's always FME All I wanna do is And All day, every day All I wanna do is And All day, every day All I wanna do is And All day, every day All I wanna do is And All day, every day Well then, Derek. What was that bit at the end? Was that uh, was that actual loading music? If you play that into a spectrum backwards, it will tell you to. Uh, it'll be the voice of the devil or something. Something for our listeners to do during okay. play season. Letters. We had loads of letters this week. Loads. So, yeah, I was out of the loop, but I could still get my emails. Uh, I, I have to admit, I, I, I didn't listen to uh, last week's show until Friday, probably. 
I was a bit baffled, I have to say. <laughs> why, why were you baffled, Simon? Well, we just got... Well, I was sent some strange emails. I thought... I, I turned into my mother for a bit. I was like, oh, these people must have viruses. <laughs> uh, you know, because my mum my thinks the internet is like just... Anything you do on it will, will infect you with all this sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, we just got a lot of really odd emails that I didn't think we were supposed to be getting. But uh, it turns out... It was meant to happen. Lots of people BCC'd us during their <laughs> usual day-to-day correspondence last week, and um, it was excellent. Uh, it, it made me laugh, uh, particularly once I realised what was going on, um, and uh, possibly one of our most successful uh, call-outs, yeah. wasn't it, I forgot what was going on. <laughs> the first one, I was like, oh, I've got a virus. <laughs> i spam. Who's spamming me? Who? I don't, uh, oh, and uh, I remembered. It was, uh, it was really good. It was, it was uh, um, interesting. Some of you mentioned that you were seeing us. Uh, others, the better ones, didn't mention that you were seeing us. Um, as we're not going to be with you for the next few weeks, months, years even, do keep BCCing us, because uh, we'd be really interested I in I would love to. to be BCC'd on a resignation letter. <gasps> okay. Or, oh, or, or a... A dumping letter. Yes, yes <laughs> something like that. The more salacious, the better. we got some good ones. Maybe yeah, we'll read one out. Yeah, or even just day-to-day stuff. Just, just stay in touch. If you can't be bothered to, uh, to, to email us directly, yeah, BCC us. Just add us. It's, it's effortlessly done. Yeah. Stephen, do you have a letter for us? Not from you, but... I have a letter written from uh, Rob, who says, Hello, people of I've been listening to your lovely show ever since Joe Cornish mentioned he was no LL guest on his MySpace blog. Love the mix of chip tune, chittle chat, and reviews. I'm sad to have discovered you lot so late in the series. I've noticed that folks often send you their musical efforts, and so I hoped you might enjoy this version of the theme that plays on We Love Katamari's start screen. I made it about three years ago when me and my illustration course buddies were all completely hooked on Katamari in a desperate attempt to make it more pleasing to your ears. I even added a few little breaks and flourishes to it recently. I hope you find that it's 43 seconds of sheer 7 out of 10. Uh, we have that, and we will play it after this letter section. Thank you so much, Rob. Rob? Rob. Rob. Thanks, Rob. Not the Rob. Uh, watch your lefters. Me again, I'm afraid. Us lot at Megadev have another game coming out called Nightfall, showcasing a new spin, literally, on the puzzle RPG genre. You must guide the titular knight to each level's exit by drilling away the blocks he stands on and letting gravity take effect! Exclamation mark. By rotating the entire game board to move in any direction, you explore a series of You're reading of out the manuals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Warning causes epilepsy. Um... <laughs> Fighting monsters, grabbing treasure, getting XP, and generally being ace. The game is here. Uh, we'll put the link on the website. Um, as you can probably tell, it's visually and s- how can we tell? Uh, it's visually and sonically a love letter to the, the Ghosts and Goblin series. We put an enormous amount of care and attention into it. Social life, you what? And we hope you like it. If you do, uh, I'll buy you three a drink of this year's OLL Christmas Bash. I like Bash. it. I like it. I Cheers, like Nick it. Parton. Nick um, Parton. Nick Parton. Nicky P. Thanks, Nick. Um, that's at uh, armorgames.com forward slash play forward slash three two seven. 3273 Find it on um, We're going to put it on uh, the website as well. Are we? You are. <laughs> um. uh, hi, team. I really wanted to get another tune into your hands to play this season, so I was glad that you issued the remix challenge last week. Here's my entry entitled No Butt Dance, and I had oh, I had help from Miss MC Coco 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 Ro, whose name I imagine you'll have a blast saying on the air. A bit of help. It's pronounced Miss MC Coco Coco. Like I said, um, you're probably looking at the title of the song and thinking it sounds like it would have a naughty language in it. Uh, but I promise it's entirely suitable for airplay. I hope you enjoy it, and uh, I hope you enjoy it enough to play it. And since I had quite a nice time creating it, and it's only one minute thirty long. See you next season, Spencer. Okay, we might try and sneak that into the end of the show, but if we don't, it'll be on the website. Okay, uh, Stephen. This is a letter from Chris Walker, who's written a, an exclusive review of OAL episode 32, the first episode he ever listened to, and it goes like this. Uh-oh. Anne's news was rubbish as usual. 
bit harsh. <laughs> Some things never change. Derek Williams was awesome as ever. This is written by Derek. <laughs> Raina's voice was strangely seductive. Oh, I had that as my ringtone. Although she bit. doesn't half go on. That's true. Professor Game and Doctor Watch. Words fail me. What was all that about? Don't oh, know. Question wish, mark! Exclamation <laughs> yeah. mark! I wish she'd go on more and they'd come back. Yeah. Maybe next season. Who knows? Craig the Rage was awesome as ever. He is. Tony I was out with him. We went out drinking with him. Went out drinking with Craig the Rage. Dangerous. I. I. This is true. Jumped on the back of that a man who was hitting my friend after two punches had landed. You jumped really? on the man's back. Yeah, I'm slow, react, slow to react, but you know, <laughs> get in there. I've never seen you jump, and I've only seen you run. <laughs> I've only seen you run once. Um, I, I've seen you almost get hit. Uh, I've seen your belly. Yeah, you can um, say it again if you want. When you were on the man's back, did he spin around? Arms <laughs> flailing. I don't know. Just adrenaline kicked in. I saw my friend getting hit. Then I saw him getting hit again. <laughs> Then I jumped on the guy's back, then the bouncers came in and stopped him. It was a horrible club with a band whose name were rude. They were called Effed Up, not Effed Up. Oh, okay. There was something else. It was like being in Skins, right. except for darker, because Skins is a bit like Grain Oh, uh, should we finish that letter? Sorry. <laughs> Sounds horrible. It was. Tony Continue was blatantly Rob Howells with a funny voice. I don't know who that is. I miss Tony I don't know who either of those people. Rob gave Crackdown a controversial 8 out of 10 in the review section. I can see why... No he... discipline back in the old days. I can see why he had to be killed. Yeah, yeah. Simon Byron's, as seen on TV... Simon Byron! ...was far superior to his latest pedestrian efforts of that feature. That's probably true, although I don't think any... Well, I think su superior is probably relative. They've, they've all been rubbish. Traveller, triple exclamation mark. I'd forgotten about him. Absolutely brilliant. Get him back. Maybe. Could do that this weekend. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going on a barge with Traveller. And the review concludes, overall, not bad and well worth a totally uncontroversial 7 out of 10. Brilliant. Um, do we have, do we have any more letters? We or do, we, but we can't. Should we, we just... Can't read them out now. Well, it's uh, over. We can't. No. Oh, wait! <sighs> Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. Yeah. Not quite, just End the series on a, on a technical high. Okay, um, this is, in that case, this is The Cat and Marie Waltz. <laughs> One, right, two, three, one, two. Oh, three. I see. I get We're it. Just now. explaining waltz time to Steve. Thanks. Um, so that was Orenji. That was um, good. Thanks. I, I didn't do it. It was Orenji. Well, I wasn't saying it was good to you. Oh, okay. Um, now we've got a se the second of the three uh, um, con contributions. Middle features. billing. Middle billing. Any reason for this? Um, no, no reason. Okay. They're all equally brilliant, but only one can go on last. Okay. So this is the the new Dewey Invert song. Now, oh, wow. controversial, but it's, it's a special, because oh. it's not just the Do You Inverts, it's the Do You Inverts featuring <gasps> Feet, Feet, oh. Matthew Kumar. Yes. Oh. Come on, wow, so we've got contributors collaborating. Uh, we do. Um, Did they meet face to face? They didn't, this was a long distance collaboration, wow. and to my mind, 
I don't want to build it up too much, but it's the best thing the DU inverts have ever done. So you're saying that they're not very good without Matthew Kumar? Nope. I'm <laughs> saying they get better and better with every song. Uh, what they'd be like with Rainer. <laughs> this is maybe next season. This is uh, called Fingers Turned Into Fists. I was born bleeding on a pub toilet floor. My father came in, took one look at me, and said, This is all he'll ever know. But as the clocks moved forward, my fingers grew into fists. Fists like his, I didn't use them on her. Built my wrapper and joysticks and hammered on buttons as my desperate blinkers had narrowed the route to blinking lights. The floors were sticky and the air was thin. Just like you said, was all I'd ever know. But my coins could chime me new beginnings and they could take me where he could never be. My fights were perfect. I'd swoop down, forward, up, fierce. My palms, my palms were flawless. Cherries, apples, keys and crowns. I could burst bubbles, cast down rainbows like a passing breeze. I had power. I had power. And I was sure that nothing take that away from me. Nothing. Nothing.
hall bathroom floor. My father took one last look at me and said, this is all I'd ever know. Come on. Oh, oh they're good, aren't they? The listeners, wow. they are, they are contributors and listeners, I hope. Both. Yeah. All of them. Everything. That was that, dark. Um, different, different style, wasn't it? Yeah, well, well done. Well uh, done, everyone to involved. Well done to Matthew. That, that was, you know, magnificent. Uh, equally magnificent, I would hope, is going to be our reviews uh, section. Theme. Did you call it? <laughs> theme? I was going to say the theme. We know the theme's magnificent. Last episode of the season, Anne's breaking into... She's demob happy, isn't she? Yeah! Oh, I love this theme. So, what have you been playing, then? Uh, <laughs> if you love it so much. Well, I'm singing. So, uh, I've, I went back and played over some SingStar discs from the past on Friday night. Okay. Um, I, like, I know this isn't a problem Were you at you. a party? Yeah, but, well, there was four of us. Basically, I've got a friend from home who's just got SingStar, and me and one of my other friends went round there and played, and she, and she was a lot better than we were, so we've got a group together, and we've been practising. Oh, so what's the group called? Uh, my friends. Right. I didn't realise you had a brother, instantly. Yeah. I didn't realise you had I friends. Didn't, I didn't mention him. <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned him last week. Oh, yeah, I do. I've got a I brother thought, and a sister. I thought that's another person to feed at the wedding. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, he does eat a lot, actually. Um, yeah, so uh, I played SingStar with... Uh, it was me, one other friend who had played it a lot before, and two people who had not played it before. Turns out they needed a lot of uh, drink to get up and sing. So what do you do in SingStar? Uh, you sing. You don't go around. No, you don't go around. And also, you don't sing. You just go... Cheats do that. Cheats. Yeah, I know. So I was really going for it. And my friend was like, yeah. So did you uh, play... Uh, how far back did you go with SingStar? Did you play the version of SingStar you're in? Yes! Did you? Yeah, and I lost loads of points going, it's me, it's me, it's me! Uh, yeah, uh, as uh, Anne's in the video for Busted's Year, Year 3000, 3000 yeah. which features on one of the SingStar party, uh, okay. SingStar party, yeah. So what would you give it? Uh, Seven out of ten. Brilliant, Simon. Uh, I've been playing Peggle DS. Oh, yes, oh, oh, <laughs> brows raised. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's um, it's not quite as good as it should be, but it's based around one of the best games ever. You can play it literally what? anywhere now what's well, based around Halo is it <laughs> no I, I, I don't understand why Peggle is so brilliant and so compulsive but it really is um, and it's 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 literally more well I was going to say more of the same it's, it's literally the same because it's Peggle and Peggle uh, Knights uh, same levels it's got some bonuses and stuff it's got a, um, a completely pointless bonus stage which doesn't work as well as it should but it's Peggle on the DS it's like I say rough around the edges not smooth as it should be but still brilliant 7 out of 10. Stephen. I've been playing My Chinese Coach on DS. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> Racist. Was that a Chinese accent? Very good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. In the third tone. Because uh, I want to learn a bit of Chinese. I know some Chinese because I do Tai Chi, but all I know is really obscure terms for various bits of your body. Take that! Etc. Etc. Et uh, but I don't know how to say, like, hello, please, thank you. So I got my Chinese coach, and it's a brilliant idea, but it's executed quite shoddily. It's slightly annoying. So you learn, uh, there's a thing where you learn to write the characters, which is fascinating, except the thing that writes the character for you to show you how it's done goes incredibly fast. Mm. And you have to do the strokes in the right order. So you have to look at this thing ten times, and it's going too fast, and there's no way to slow it down, so that's really frustrating. And there's this crazy whack-a-mole game, which is really silly, to kind of, you have to whack the moles that are saying the right thing. 
On the other hand, it's really good having the pronunciation. You know, there's a recorded voice saying, you know, uh, not saying Huan Tao. I was just going to say that, but she wouldn't say that because that's a martial arts thing. But she says, you know, uh, uh, Anne was about to correct you then, which means Ni Hao means hello, and Jia Yu means do your best. What's what's hats off? Uh, I don't really know. Okay. I'd say Jayo again. Do your best, which literally means add oil. So game, it is very educational. Over, please, no. I, I hope that when I get a bit more into it, it'll unlock, unlock other not-so-annoying games. Uh, or, or languages. Uh, or maybe, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll go on to Japanese and Russian if I get really good at Chinese. But overall, 7 out of 10. Can you complete it? Uh, I think you can. You, once you've mastered, like, 2,000 <laughs> words, you are then a master Chinese speaker. Completed. Yeah. Chinese? Yeah. Now, now, tr- now try again, but harder. <laughs> Uh, what have you been playing? I'm playing Retro Game Challenge on oh, the DM. We've featured this on the show before, haven't we? Well, yeah, awesome there. I knew this would come as news to you. Oh, I've reviewed this already. I'll be interested to know your oh, thoughts. I wonder whether our scores match up. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm finding it a little bit slow in the wordy sections and the translation uh, from, I, I assume, from Japanese. I don't know the history of the game, but I assume it's a Japanese game. Uh, the translation being, a, it's a bit annoying. I'm finding it's not very good, not as good as it should be. The the voice of the character, someone said on the One Life Left forum, the voice of the character is too old. And I agree, when you're playing these games, he shouts out. So you've, in the game, you've got to play a series of sort of retro game pastiches. Um, and he shouts out, he goes, Yay! Oh my god! And I'm finding that a bit annoying. It should be awesome, and it's not. But basically, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it at the moment. Um, I said all of those things. Really? No, I didn't. Uh, I uh, also think I also think it's really interesting on a sort of um, a cultural level that we're now producing games that sort of ironically reference his, you know, the history of gaming. Oh yeah, it's it's really it's really well done. Um, I I think I think I, I came to it expecting it to be a bit of a. Um, a WarioWare, uh, expected to be faster paced, mm. uh, and it's and it's not. It's I think not, you could do it being moved along slightly quicker. And mixing no, I mean, the games up as yeah, well. Absolutely, a bit. right, right. Does it start. reference actual old games or old game no, mechanics? Pastiches, that's kind of what. But that's what I'm, I'm sort of interested in. That if it just went, oh yeah, Gallagher was brilliant all the time, that wouldn't be so interesting. No. But to have a game that is a pastiche of Gallagher is that, that kind of comes with its own and fake history and yeah, stuff like and that. It's really good. it's clever. It's just I feel like maybe the translation could have been slightly better and slightly less annoying. But it's nitpicking. Seven out of ten. Talia. Hey, Simon. What's up? Nothing. What's up? I don't have no games to review. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's terrible. Why haven't you got any games? Because I ran out of any everything to even review. Really? So we can't contribute anything for this week's show? No. That's a real shame. Um, but you've had some highs, haven't you? You've had some video gaming highs, haven't you? What have your, what have your favourite games been so far? Little Big Planet. <laughs> and what, what was your least favourite game? Brats. I'm sorry to hear that. So, um, is there anything that you think we can do to rectify this? You should go if you've got a game, please email onelifelove.com to make sure we've got some games to review. So currently, we don't have um, we don't have any any games for your section. So the whole Talia reviews video games bit is looking in jeopardy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
And what would, what, what would you have to do if you weren't able to review video games for the show? We may have to shut the show down, I think. I don't know. Really? <laughs> so without you, there'll be no one life left, is that what you're saying? Okay, so uh, if you've got any suggestions of uh, where Talia can get video games from or if you want to send uh, games for her attention, please send them to One Life Left. Or at least pics. Or at least what? Pics. Pics and pictures. Post pics, please. Yes. Okay, uh, thanks for that, Talia. Thank you. Okay, I'll turn this off now. So, um, you've been doing drama classes, is, is that right? Yes. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> they go very well, are they? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, but hopefully, please send some games in anyway, yeah? Yeah. Okay, bye. Please, we didn't lie to you. Resonance 104.4 FM. I picked this one for you, Simon. You, you shouldn't be talking over this bit, should you? Stop talking, turn it back up. <laughs> Excellent. This is so much better than the revamped Doctor Who theme they actually use on Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, I, I found that you, you obviously got used to it because Doctor Who is excellent. This is called The Doctor's in Danger by Mahamajama. Mahamajama is good. It is good. Uh, uh, so the final five minutes. Final five season minutes. Four. What's coming up? What's season coming five. up? Is <laughs> a hanger. What's coming up? It's the twist. final contribution uh, from a feature contributor. It is Stephen Minton. Stephen Minton. Stevie Minton. I was listening to this uh, his um, his song about Halo last week, um, and I have to say, everything we play is brilliant. Please don't be offended if you're one of those other. If you're one of the people that's not Stephen Minton. But that last week's song was the best thing I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> it was brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I've been oh, humming it. It was good. All the way back from America. It was excellent. Well, I can only hope that this week's contribution somehow makes you feel all those emotions, but, you know, slightly more so. Let's see. Called Farewell. Do, 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 what will I do? The nights will be lonely. I'll be so blue. Just thinking if only you'd come back again and we could be together just like we were back then. Mystery guests, some well researched news. Talia tops off the thorough reviews. Best worst games you never played. Songs by Dean Dutz and poetry by Craig the Rage. Simon Bible, presenting with Steam. And not to forget, and scandal Berry. And Derek Williams with free market economy. What will we 
I can't tell whether you're laughing or crying or just a bit freaked out. No, I'm just so moved. No, oh, and that's no. why. This is it. This is it. This is the end. So news just in: uh, we've uh, someone's listening live on the internet in Toronto, uh, and they've emailed in asking for more information on the Derek Williams track and the Do You Invert track. They want <gasps> to know. You care about well, they'll this have one? to. They'll well, have to have a look I at the website it. or on the forum. They can go and ask there. I wonder if they'll be interested in the Stephen Minton one. Maybe. Mm, it's a face-off. So we need to talk about what we're going to do for the next few weeks. Okay. Should we decide what? Right. What are we going to do? We are going we're to. Going to Barge. We are going to go on a barge next weekend, but we have very little time, Simon. Okay. So, we are going to uh, do some specials, some One Life Left specials. Some of them are going to be music-related. Some Ooh. of them are going to be us talking seriously Blech. and not about video games. They're going to happen over the next six weeks, uh, but you will only be able to get them on iTunes. So, uh, if you're not already subscribed to us on iTunes, um, do so by uh, typing One Life Left into the podcast search and click subscribe. And we won't say when they'll be appearing, but uh, some mornings you'll wake up and it'll be like Father Christmas bin. This is the only way you can get them. You will not be able to download them from our webpage, so you have to subscribe on iTunes. Or you can subscribe on the RSS feed on our oh, webpage. Yeah. That, that will grab them too. Uh, but it'll also be going out live on uh, Monday evening at 7 o'clock. On Resonance 104.4 FM, which continues to be the best radio station in the world yep and we are absolutely proud to be broadcasting on them yes uh, are we going to be back for a fifth series hell yeah <laughs> unless there's we? a massacre <laughs> um, <laughs> we should thank all of our contributors this thank season you. they have all thank been brilliant you. yes thank you've made it what it is and also thank you to our listeners as well thank you uh, we would not do it without them no we wouldn't but also specifically thank you to Stephen for coming on yeah, Pooley thank you do it so, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks very much I think that's Chinese if you're welcome Oh, that'll do. Um, uh, yes, yes, thanks for coming in. Uh, so, see you on iTunes, and we'll be back for season five. Uh, keep an eye on the website www.onelifeleft.com. We'll hopefully see you when we return. See, see you. Bye. 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 Bye.